So Columbus was a hockey town that lost a team, but they got a new team and Jack, they overperformed post pandemic, right? Absolutely. The team that everybody is falling in love with, the Columbus River Dragons, we got a fan favorite from you. You don't want to miss this. It's coming up next on All Your Sidelines. When the final buzzer sounds, the game is over, but their story isn't. Time to hang out on the sidelines and learn the real stories of these sports icons. Welcome to the On Your Sidelines podcast with the News 3 sports team. Bringing in everybody, I'm sports director Rex Castillo, joined by... Weekend sports anchor Jack Patterson. And of course, welcome to the On Your Sidelines podcast. Before we get to our guest, time for a t-shirt check. Jack, sweet throwback jersey. Who are you rocking? I wish it wasn't a throwback jersey. It's the Atlanta Thrashers from uh, the former NHL team that we had in Atlanta for, I think we had them for about a decade or so, give mm-hmm. or take. Uh, obviously, um, got this from Chuck Williams, one of our producers, I mean producers, reporters here at News 3. Uh, I cherish this because I was a diehard Thrashers fan. Never got to go to a game. I was too young and couldn't get my parents to be bothered enough to drive me up to Phillips Arena to see the games. But I love the Thrashers. I miss them dearly. I'm a Predators fan. I do not claim the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> I still call them the Atlanta Thrashers. So that shows you my stance on that. Rex, who are you rocking today? Rolling with the Brookstone Cougars. Obviously, shout out to Brookstone for always being so great to us. Team's doing incredibly well. And they, you know, some of the some of the teams fell short in the postseason, but thank you to Brookstone. They had a good run, though. Had, had a, a great run. run. Soccer, girls soccer, boys soccer made the girls, Elite Eight. Girls tennis so, made it back to the Final Four, and yeah. we're on the cusp of the state title but jack today's guest we usually introduce people kind of normally yeah like in a normal tone in a normal way like this would be the person but today's guest scores some goals he scores scores some goals for the river dragons right very much so so when he does score it it kind of goes like this he shoots he scores river dragons goal by number 22 jay and he's our guest coming up on on your sidelines there he is the newest (laughs) Member of the Ignite Cup champions. First of all, Dana, shout out to you. Jay, did we screw it up? How'd we do? You guys did really, really good. Yes. Let's go. Real good, but go. Dana still got that one. That one. <laughs> listen, listen. That was a great, great backup, though. Oh, absolutely. Dana is the GOAT when yeah, it comes D- to that. Dana is the gold standard, okay? You know, you know what they say, imitation is a serious form of flattery. Exactly. So No copyright infringement here. Exactly. We, Dana is the man. <laughs> Dana is the man, and we only hope that we did him justice by that. So, Jay, first question. You guys have celebrated for as long as you want because when you're the champs, you do what you want. <laughs> Has it settled in that you guys are the Ignite Cup champions? Um, yeah, I think it's starting to settle in. Um, you know, uh, we had a great... Uh, first uh, five days there after we won. <laughs> um, I think people saw us around in the community uh, drinking uh, <laughs> beer, Gatorade, <laughs> water, uh, everything. everything out of the cup. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's starting to hit in now uh, that, you know, we're champions. And, um, yeah, it was a great, great uh, time and experience. And to win it uh, on home ice at the Civic Center was uh, the cherry on top in front of our fans. Uh, it was amazing. So, you know, is this your first championship in your career? No, uh, this is my second championship. I won a uh, championship with Carolina. Ah, the rivals. The rivals. <laughs> We're wearing the right colors now, so you're fine. <laughs> Keeping it to you. <laughs> yeah. So um, I won my first pro championship with them. Um, then I came here and COVID hit and um, ended the season. And, and then I won this year uh, along with Chase Fallis and Josh Petrantonio. Um, 
all three of us, one in Carolina, and then one won it here. So technically, you guys are back-to-back champions. Technically, we are back-to-back champs, and we are well aware of it, and we let the Carolina fans know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. When you're the champs, you do what you want. Exactly. That's right. But um, you know, one of the things I loved when we talked to you right after the game was I, I tried to ask you, like, what is this town like? You know, you, you've heard Boom Boom try and sell the town. And then all you just said was, this is Hockey Town of the South. That must be one of the biggest compliments like hockey fans here must really get. But they, the fans have shown to you all season long, both seasons, right? Oh, definitely. It's, um, I mean, this is, I don't think people really uh, see, like see it and unless they go to a game, uh, how passionate our fans are and how loud they are. And, I mean, uh, last year uh, was was awesome. It was packed in there after SEC football. I mean, four or 5,000 almost every night. Set and the record. No, yeah, it was set the record. And then, um, you know, this year it, it was packed to basically the amount where, you know, they would let us. And, you know, I think when things get a little bit back to normal where people aren't dealing with a mask and, and, and all that, I think, you know, it's going to get back to normal there in the civic center. And, and, uh, cause you know, some people just don't want to deal with that, which, which is fine. That's why we have the YouTube and, and all that. But, um, you know, it's, it's, our fans are incredible and I think it's catching, uh, catching steam down here. And I, I totally believe this is a hockey town and, um, you know, I'll take that to my grave and <laughs> I refused, uh, for people to tell me that this isn't the ho- a hockey town. And so for me, it's, uh, I, I think it's a hockey town of the South and I'd love to see it right at center ice next year. Yeah, I, it's like I said on Twitter, print the shirts. 100%. I like, mean, he, he's convinced me. The fans have convinced me. Jack tried to convince me about the cottonmouths here. I but, mean, I tried. Yeah, go ahead and, uh, with your question, man. Man, so, you know, you've been around the game for a little bit, and we'll get into detail of it as we go on. But, you know, have you ever been around a fan base like this in your career? Um, Carolina's fan base, they're 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 good fans. It was great playing there and, and they and they packed their arena. But um as far as passion and and loudness of the game and the intensity in that civic center, um no, I have not played anywhere even remote I mean, Carolina's awesome and I had a great time playing there, but it's not even comparable to Columbus. And um, like I said, I've I've played in both places. I've played on the road at every building in this league. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nobody close to Columbus. So home ice advantage, a real thing yeah. when you come Absolutely. to Columbus. And, and the guys get we get up for every game at home because our fans are into every single game. And you know, and and it's you know it's kind of a, a double edged sword because teams that come into the building, it's their Stanley Cup game because you know they want to quiet the crowd yeah. and uh, they don't get to play in front of four or 5,000 unless they come here. So, um, you know, we got to bring our a game every night at home uh, in front of our fans. And, and, uh, but we also play the type of game where you come in into our place and, you know, we're going to punch you in the mouth. Both literally <laughs> and figuratively <laughs> yeah. on the scoreboard, but boy, y'all aren't afraid to fight. And that makes it really entertaining. <laughs> when you play in front of that crowd, I know that sometimes in these smaller leagues, it's expected that sometimes you get crowds of maybe four or 500. Right. As you said that everyone gets up for it, but when you have a crowd that's that big and they're that 
smart about the game. They appreciate things. They appreciate calls. They give referees all kinds of love. <laughs> how, how great is, I mean, that, that's something you can't buy, right? No, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, mo, you know, almost every game in, uh, during the anthem, I mean, I, I, I get chills just looking around because it's just, I don't know, the atmosphere in there, you, you feel it. And, um, you know, it's generally every game. It's not just a playoff game or, or the first game of the season. It's, it's you know, a mid-January game, and, and it's, uh, it's, fi- it's fired up in there, and, and people love it. And, and, and obviously, we absolutely love it. So uh, let, you were one of the, inaugur- the uh, inaugural River Dragons. You were one of the first members, if not the first. Were you, were you the first? I was not the first um, <laughs> because I needed. I had to get traded from Carolina. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah. I was one of the first five. Yeah. So you were one of the inaugural River Dragons. So coming down here, first off, did you ever had you ever heard of Columbus before you got traded here? I actually. <laughs> You're my, ready to go my, to Ohio. Right? My rookie, my rookie season, uh, my my first year of uh, pro hockey, I went to the Cottonmouth camp, and uh, really? Jerome Bichard cut me. What? <laughs> so the, oh my gosh! <laughs> so the uh, that's the running joke uh, between me and him is, uh, you know, he cut me my rookie year. So you know when uh, I got you know our our, our player uh, posters. Uh, last year that we had, yeah. you know, I signed one and said, thanks for cutting me my rookie year. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's hanging, that's that hanging, incredible. that's hanging, uh, on his desk. So I did know about Columbus, uh, you know, had a little camp here and, um, you know, enjoyed it while I was here. Um, but then when I heard, uh, that we were putting a team here, I was like, Perfect, because it was awesome when I was there. You know, it was a great facility, great. I didn't know much about the fans because uh, I didn't make it that far. But, um, but yeah, I mean, when opening night, it was like, okay, all right. <laughs> they missed hockey. So to go from being cut by your current head coach to being – Arguably one of the faces of the franchise. One of the and I, um, Jack was telling me about the traditions of when you win the cup, the captain takes it, then they hand it to someone who means a lot to the team. Yeah, and that was you, right? So what what's that transition been like? Um, it it was. I mean, it was. You know, it was an easy transition uh, because hockey is it's a business, and you kind of take everything with a grain of salt. And you know, I just. Uh, at the, you know, back at the time, in the time, uh, w- didn't fit what Jerome was looking for. And, and, uh, these past two seasons I have, and, um, you know, I also think that I'm a lot better than I was when I was a rookie. So, um, it was kind of just, you know, um, let's just get moving forward here. And I'm now I'm playing for you. And I wasn't five <laughs> years ago, six years ago, Perfect, you know, so. Like that that story is incredible. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that, so I always like to tell it cuz people love it. <laughs> it, it comes it's hilarious. Full yeah. It's a full circle story. It is. It is. I mean cuz you know, I mean him and I are together uh, all year round. I mean, um we do the recruiting together, uh free agent camps and and um I mean, we're together quite a bit and uh, <laughs> so it kind of makes the story better. Absolutely. Know? The odd couple right at that yeah. point. <laughs> oh yeah. man. So that actually kind of leans into my next question is that you're not just a player with this team. You've been in, immersed with the coaching staff. Right. You know, is that kind of like the next 
of evolution of your career? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Jerome is is doing a great job of of priming me and and teaching me things, kind of bringing me under his wing, so I can learn the coaching side. And uh, my plan is to move to the coaching side when uh, the body can't hold up anymore <laughs> or keep up. And um, you know, it's been really good. Um, it's just uh, it's tough because. Um, I have that label as a player coach, but, um, you know, and that goes as far as I would say mainly the off season, just looking at players and evaluating certain players and, um, you know, helping fill out, uh, immigration, uh, information and all that. And, um, but as far as during the season, because I do still play, um, I told Jerome and, just asked him basically, um, you know, I thought the best move was when the season starts to just be a player. Um, so I don't have any, you know, any pull on what lines, who's on the power play, who's yeah. getting this, that ice time, because I do still play and I love playing and I don't want to be involved with those decisions. <laughs> That's why we have a head coach. There you go. So, so it's mainly more, I would say, off-season kind of things than, um, than during the season. Right on. Let, let's rewind a little bit further back. So... When did Jay Krupp knew he wanted to be a hockey player? Um, honestly, as far as I can remember, uh, back when I, I was, I want to say two, my my uh, my dad was working uh, in minor league hockey, doing basically doing what Scott does, and um, so like GM and teams. And so from as far as I can remember, I was in the locker room, uh, had skates on. And um, I knew my whole entire life I wanted to play pro hockey. Um, didn't think, you know, obviously everyone wants to make the NHL. Sure. And you can't, you realize pretty quickly that that's uh, kind of uh, hard to do. And even uh, playing in the minor leagues, um, I, you know, I knew it was a far stretch, but uh, that's all I wanted to do. And I picture that in my mind growing up and um, just kept working really hard and, and uh, got cut by <laughs> over 12 teams, uh, cut, traded. Uh, it was a, quite a journey the first four seasons of pro, but uh, just stuck with it because I knew I could play at the level. I just, you know, wasn't getting the right looks or, or uh, put in the right position, and I knew that would come if I stuck with it, and, and it did. So where did it come? When was it? When did it kind of click? Um, I would say so after my fourth year of pro, my fifth year, Winston Salem got a hockey team back, and that was right at the time I was living in Richmond, Virginia. Mm-hmm. So it was right down the road, and I said, "All right." I reached out to the coach. He was like, "I'll give you a chance at camp," and I kind of told myself, "If if I get cut from this team, I'm I'm done." Okay. And I uh, went to camp and lit up camp and actually uh josh he was the captain of that team and he said uh he was like yeah you were you were the best player at camp by far so i signed a three-game pto and we went up and we played danville dashers Mm -hmm. uh who they're now in the sphl okay yeah but um so i went up there and uh didn't even have a name bar yet (laughs) just had a jersey (laughs) and uh you know we got we went up there Friday and we got crushed mm. and the coach calls me out of the office. I'm like, Oh man. Here it comes. Yep. <laughs> on the road too. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get caught on the road. Uh, and he called me out and he said, I thought you were one of two guys that played well. So keep going. And I said, all right. And, uh, next night 
uh, we won two to one, and I scored both goals. There you go. So I was like, all right, here we go. So I get home. We get home from the road trip. He calls me in the office. I'm like, I got to be signing the contract. He goes, hey, I'm going to put you on a three-game PTO again. No. Oh, oh, man. So I'm like, all right, all right, sticking with it, sticking with it. So we have our home opener against North Shore. Team's not around anymore. Uh, first game back uh, for hockey in Winston, like how Columbus lost hockey. And, right. Yeah. When, yeah, and like I want to say four or five years. Mm-hmm. And um, Josh, my team, our captain here, he got stuck in the face. And I skated over and I fought the guy <laughs> and I signed the contract after the game. <laughs> and then, there you uh, go. Well, I so, mean, sticking up for the captain will yeah. get you a contract. <laughs> so I, I, love I sport, stuck. Man. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. <laughs> so I stuck there the whole year. Um, two weeks before playoffs, it would have been my first playoffs in pro. I'm fired up. We go on the road. We, we already clinched a playoff spot and I tore my ACL. Oh. So I'm like, oh, <sighs> man. So oh, I, I <laughs> so I was like, wow. <laughs> Basically, the first place I stay all year and make a name for myself. Go about to play my first playoff game. That happens. Well, rehab. Come back next year, and make the team again. And and uh, and then we we won the cup that year. And I played the whole year after. I got, I think I got in the lineup right around November. Mm-hmm. So it took me about seven months to rehab, which is insane. Yeah, it was, I mean, the doctor was kind of like, eh, and I was like, I'm skating. Yeah, I got to go because <laughs> this might be it. <laughs> so, Jay, your journey, especially in these leagues where things fold, things change, and you're, like you said, you're chasing PTOs or you're chasing yeah, that contract, yeah. that's got to grind down on you emotionally. Yeah. So with you, how do you stay motivated and how important is it to have a support system like you do? Oh, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, I mean, family, friends, my girlfriend, um, huge support system. Um, especially my family early, early in the, uh, in the career. Um, because yeah, I mean, there's many times I was packing up my, uh, my car completely full and heading, heading home and then getting a call midway through the drive, heading to another city or whatever. Um, and, uh, yeah, it grinds on you and you're kind of like, you know, what am I doing? You're kind of, uh, you know, not making the most money and traveling all over the country to, to, uh, play the sport you love and um it, it's it's definitely a grind but um i think the the brotherhood and and kind of like you know the locker room and the bond you have with your teammates and the camaraderie is is kind of what drives me back to it and it's really hard to get away from it um so but the support system is is it was it was huge and i i'm so thankful for my family for always pushing me and and uh you know my dad just kind of saying you know if it's meant to be it'll happen but you know you got to put the work in and and um you know so I just kept pushing and and working and just gave uh coaches uh no reason to let me go so that's the best way to do it right that's the only way to do it (laughs) so you know a, a, a lot of people may not you know hockey is not exactly you know the most popular sport in the south so, you know, you know, one thing I've noticed, especially with this River Dragons team, is how close you guys were, you know, especially with everything that's going on this year with the pandemic and everything. You know, you know, talk about the brotherhood that hockey players have and why it's so special. Huh. Um, yeah, it's just um, 
it's it's I mean you're with these guys more than your family uh bus trips uh I mean you practice every day you, you're there an hour before practice uh after practice you're grabbing lunch with them and then you're hitting the gym um I mean you're really with these guys and living with them um you know so you're with these guys basically all day all night and um you yeah you just it's such a I feel intense sport um there's a lot happening at a high high uh high rate of speed and um you know so it's it's um yeah it's it's like a it's hard to explain it's a bond that you know you're you're playing a game that's so physical and fast and you have these guys that you're with every day uh battling uh for the guy next to them uh to win to win something and you guys all have one goal together to accomplish as a team and um i've i've been in i played college baseball i've i played football growing up and there's nothing like a hockey locker room and um it's yeah it's i mean there's nothing like it it's just a bond and a brotherhood that is really really tough to explain unless you've been around it right um you know and uh yeah i mean so when you when you all finish the job to get what you want it's it's pretty emotional and uh you know it's uh it's it's a great feeling and and to do it with the guys you've been with all years it's the best was there a moment during the season where you're like, okay, like you being around the game for a little while and then you could sit back and like, this is something special? Yeah, I mean, I kind of knew, um, I knew when Jer- uh, Jerome and uh, Coach Sherwood and I uh, built this team before the summer. Oh, wow, that early summer, on. Yeah. I, I knew, uh, I, I mean, I told my dad and, and uh, Scott and, I mean, our whole coaching staff. I said, I mean, we have we have the team to win. Wow! And that, but that's totally up to us if, if we want to win it. And um, you know, I think we were a team that liked when our backs were against the wall. Uh, I mean, because I don't know if you guys remember, but two two weeks before the playoffs. We had to beat Carolina two out of three. Yeah, yep. you guys were in a tight spot yep. towards the, the last part and of the season. And then the last exactly. weekend, we had to win two out of three against and Port. You, yeah. And three out of three would have clinched uh, first place, right. which we won two out of three, but Elmira lost uh, Carolina, so we yeah. ended up getting the one, the one, one seed. seed. By yeah. one point. By and one point. Port was one of those teams that had nothing to lose and just could yeah. honestly just play. Yeah, yeah, and they, they, they were just wrecking shots. Yeah, and they, would, they were just – I'm a big believer in hockey or mat, is matchups, and I don't think we matched up well against Port Huron. I just didn't. Boom Boom said the same thing. Yeah, and um, but we our backs are against the wall both series, and we took care of business. So, I, I mean, I knew prior to the season we had the team to win, but it was up to us – um, you know, if we wanted to do that. And, um, and when our backs were against the wall, we, you know, we went out and did it. And, um, same thing with the finals. I, I mean, I, and my dad and Jerome and coach Sherwood would get so mad at me. Cause I said, we're going to sweep them. And I, and, <laughs> and, and, and I said, when the third came to game three, I said, we're going to run them out of the building. Wow. And they were like, stop saying that. And I said, I'm just telling you what's going to happen. <laughs> then I, then I told the coaches and my dad and I said, not only that, we're going to score in the first three minutes. And we did. Look at Jay calling his shots, man. <laughs> so I love this. It was extremely cocky, but I just knew what we had and I felt the locker room and I felt 
everyone's energy, and I, I mean, I just, I knew it. I knew it was going to happen. Just the confidence, one, man. One, I love it. <laughs> I have. One, it comes the, with a beard. One, the confidence. Two, that beard is majestic. Constantly. And three, can I get tonight's Mega Millions? <laughs> I just, I love that, though. That's basically like... Yeah, and, Joe and, calling a shot. I mean, and I, I just that's just what I felt, and I've been around the game a long time, and I don't, you know, there's certain times where I just feel something in the sport, and I just, I mean, I especially game three, I said I, they won't even, it's going to be a blowout. I mean, I was thinking more along the lines of six to one. I never, I never saw eight, eight one coming. I didn't think eight, but I did, I did think five zero six one somewhere in there. I um, um, Jack was unfortunately was on another assignment, but. He was going insane in the sports oh, office. Y'all, just texting y'all, me. Y'all, y'all, y'all saw my tweets. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was, and being in the environment, it sounded like six thousand people. Were oh yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, I, I, uh, I hope by next year that we're back to full capacity because, I mean, you know, we we got this this team's on the map now, and guys want to be here, and there's no reason why we shouldn't win here all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, just being. Uh, with the fan base we have, the arena, um, uh, just the way we're treated here, it's 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 probably not probably it is the best place to play in this league. That's amazing. And so in two years, uh, yeah, in two years, and and that's got to give credit to the owner and um, and Scott and uh, Jerome and um, I mean in our front office too, they do a great job of, of, uh, getting people in the building group nights and, and this and all that. And, um, you know, everybody, that whole organization, that's everyone involved. Uh, they do a great job to make guys want to be here. And, and, uh, we are, we're getting phone calls all the time, emails, uh, guys want to be here and, and, uh, it's going to start turning into a winning culture here in Columbus. It's the start of it right there. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) The proof, we're hanging a banner in the Civic Center this later this year, y'all. Yeah. Like, there hasn't been a banner in there, a new banner in there in, what, six years? Yeah. So, you know, longer when you talk about hockey. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's... I think close to nine is what Boom Boom said. It yeah, was, 2012. Yeah. yeah. It's 2012 so. with the Cottonmouths. And, you know, I kind of just feel like, and I don't know if you got, the, uh, if you knew this, Jay, about just the timing of you guys winning the Ignite Cup with, you know, it being... Four four days to the four year anniversary of when the Cotton Mouse folded. So, yeah, yeah, I actually heard that somebody said that when we were out and about, and I did not know that. But that's that's cool. That's good timing. Yeah, so it's kind of like this whole thing has come full circle. Yeah. So you know, just knowing what you're a part of and helping bringing back hockey to Columbus, and you know, revitalizing a fan base that had been dormant for four years. Right. You know, just you know. You know, how, does it give you kind of like goosebumps or maybe, you know, just like, you know, how, what is your perspective from an outsider coming in? Yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, I'm happy that, uh, you know, not only did we bring hockey back, but um, we're bringing, we're winning too. And we're giving mm-hmm. something uh, for the fans to cheer about. But, you know, I think also what's really important that I think the River Dragons that we do is, um, uh, we're out in the community a lot, and and we really really care about that. And and we tell you know guys when we sign them, um, you know if you don't want to be out in the community and give back, then you just don't come. Uh, wow. Because it's not just hockey, you know it's it's um, being a good person, and and that you know that carries on to to life. It's not just 
you know, hockey and in this city, it's, you know, we want good people around and, and, uh, around the team and, and good players. And, uh, there, there are, uh, good guys out there that are good hockey players. And, uh, we proved that this year and, and it's, it's just important, uh, that we are out, you know, re- and obviously we couldn't do a lot of the stuff that we normally can in a regular season, like go read the kids at schools and, and, uh, because of the COVID issues. Yeah. But, um, that's I think being out in the community uh, that we have been the last uh, two years is a big deal, and I think um, you know that's turning over into people wanting to come to the games and us winning, and um, so yeah, I think it's it's it is awesome to bring a team back, and I think you know the biggest thing is is uh, we we really care about this community i mean i mean all the players do when they come here and it's just it's kind of one of the biggest things we touch on um in our hockey program so yes yeah. it sounds like the way you're talking about this place this community the way we've embraced you for a guy who's traveled so much and kind of had to chase contracts left and right you're finding a home yeah and how special is that it's really special i actually told uh, Scott and my dad that, uh, I want the program to say Columbus, Georgia on my, uh, my hometown, you know? Wow. Yeah. That's because amazing. I mean, I, I love it here. I, um, you know, obviously it's a little bit different, uh, for me with my dad owning it, owning the team. So, um, you know, I plan on staying here, uh, forever. I, I never want the scene to move. I, and I hope it never does. And, and, um, you know, we've created something here. Like I said, the whole front office and everyone involved has created something that I, I cherish and love personally. And, um, I'm going to do everything I can to keep the team here. And, um, you know, I know our, our whole entire organization will, but yeah, I, I totally f- fell in love with Columbus and, uh, and the, I mean the whole area of Phoenix city and, mm-hmm. and all that. I, I love it here. And, um, I, I consider, you know, this my home. Oh, there you go. If you want to start a mayoral run, J. Crew, yeah, I, think it's a good, I think it's a really good start. <laughs> I mean, you're already a fan favorite. And, you know, that, that kind of leads into the next question. You know, you're a fan favorite here. You know, the, it, it just seems like the fans gravitated to you once you hit the ice. I remember the home opener, the um, first ever home opener for the River Dragons where you scored the um, game-winning shootout That's goal right. against, mm-hmm. against Elmira. Yeah. And just the the roar I heard that <laughs> night. Yeah. And it just seems like it just has continued. You know what? You know, probably might, so, might as well have scored it that night. Exactly. <laughs> to get so much support that, you know, from the get go from the fans for you specifically, mm-hmm. you know, how, you know, how do you deal with that? You know, you know, you get, you know, autograph requests, you get, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's coming up to you. Yeah. You know, you're the most, like I said, you're probably the most, outside of Boom Boom, you're probably the most recognizable person yeah. on the River Dragons. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how, you know, how, was that different for you? Is that something yeah. you had experienced before? No, um, I, I, I was, it was, I was a fan favorite in Carolina too. Um, but uh, it, there's just, I feel like a bigger fan base here. Sure. So it wasn't to, you know, the pedestal that Columbus is. And, uh, so no, I, I've never been in that situation and, um, you know, I, I don't think it's changed me or anything. And, and I wish there's times where I don't get to everybody signing autographs or, you know, getting back to people on, um, 
uh, Facebook Messenger or or Twitter, and and I wish I could. Um, so I apologize to anyone <laughs> if I haven't. Um, but I do try my best to to get around to everybody after games, and and uh, and I I love it, and I'm but I'm grateful um, to have that support. It's it's uh, it's a really cool feeling to have that many people uh, supporting you and cheering for you, and. Um, yeah, it's 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 super. It's it's a really great experience, and and I'm grateful to be, um, you know, looked at like that, and and to bring uh, some energy and and all that to the ice and to the Civic Center for for them. The fear of the beard shirt is one of my favorite shirts <laughs> that we sell. So was that like holy bleep? I made it. Like yeah. to have a shirt like that, and just it's also just see the fans. Yeah, like really pile in the area where you guys are exiting. It looks like an NHL environment oh, where people are asking definitely. you to sign all the stuff yeah so the shirt and then seeing that reaction that must be crazy yeah so the shirt uh they came out with i think midway through last season right and they went popping off the shelves <laughs> yeah, they sold I, out before i could buy one i, I want one too by the way <laughs> we'll get you one for sure yes um uh so they were popping off the shelves and then um I think Scott might have told me he's like, yeah, I think I think they sold out in the first three days or something. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, I was like, holy crap, <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah. And then what was the other question? So I'm, when you see the fans, oh, coming oh, off the ice, com- well, coming off the ice, and they're just handing jerseys like, yeah. dude, please sign this. Yeah, that must be so cool for you. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's 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 a great experience. I love seeing the kids' uh, faces when we sign their their jerseys or throw them a puck um you know it's uh like i said our our whole team is and organization is is all about giving back to the fans and community to, it, like to the best we can you know and um you know I, like i said i try try my hardest to to get around to everyone and and high five everyone and throw pucks but there's only so many uh pucks and and shirts and, <laughs> and all that out there but um but no, it's 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 a great feeling, and I know the guys love it too. So yeah, let, let let's take a uh, go back to last year. You know, with everything that was going on, the River Dragons were kind of hitting their stride. You know, you know things started off kind of slow. You know, with, as it could be expected with an expansion team. But you know, the River Dragons were hitting their stride, and then you know you had everything start you know shut down, mm. and you know. Just kind of take us behind the scenes, like, you know, how were the, you know, how would you, especially because you kind of have an inside look into everything, you know, you know, just like, what were your emotions going through everything, knowing that you were so, you you were hitting your stride, you yeah. know, you just come off of a crazy series with Carolina that had that massive fight, yeah. and then... Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> that I was, wanted to that see, was one for the bugs. I wanted to see Boom Boom fight again. but <laughs> I'd love to see that. But, uh, but you know, just... You know, what were the emotions going through at that time? Um, so, yeah, it's so we were playing probably, yeah, we were definitely playing our best hockey uh, going in the playoffs. I think we had three weeks left. Yeah. And I think we were the best team in the league after Christmas. We had beat Carolina, who was a first-place team. We had mm-hmm. beat them, I think, four out of seven. Uh, something like that, and I mean, yeah, we were we were buzzing, and uh, yeah, we were we were loading the bus to head to Danville and Thursday, and I started, you know, obviously everyone, I started seeing all that Corona, everything going wild, and uh, I saw the uh, the NHL shut down, and I was like, oh boy, yeah, 
I yeah. kind of knew. I think maybe it was the NBA first. Yeah, it was the NBA, it was the NBA it was the first. NBA, yeah. And then I Dom, think the, the NHL. Domino. Yeah. And I kind of knew. But I still, so so obviously the trip got canceled and everyone's like, just go back to the apartments and kind of hang out. Like, we don't really know what's going on. And I was like, oh, we'll get on the bikes. We'll be back in two weeks. Sure. We all were. Right? Yeah. We'll be back in two weeks. Well, then, you know. Turned into the end of April. Mm-hmm. Then we season got canceled, and uh, then it got to the you know the shutdown and and um, and I still I was like all right October we're gonna be going, so I was you know training the best of my ability in the garage and <laughs> as everybody <laughs> was, was right it. yeah and uh, and then we get to October and nothing's getting better and then uh, I think they push it back to. Uh, Christmas and nothing. And at that point it was like, you know, cause at that point you could work out. And, uh, I mean, I was me and a couple other guys were working out real hard. And then it got to the point where it's kind of like getting mentally, you're starting to get mentally drained cause you're working, putting a lot of time in at the gym and, and you can't get on the ice and you, you, you know, there's no, you, you don't see any light at the end of the tunnel for the start of the season. And, um, so that, you know, uh, thank God for our coaches at uh, at um, at um, spacing on that our uh, performance performance RX. Yeah, uh, good chasing. people over there. Yeah, they they train us, and um, thank God they they were they were always uh, getting us through. Kind of, you know, hey man, there's you know it's gonna get better. Just keep working, and um, and so you know finally uh, we got a call, and they said, all right, we're gonna go in two weeks. Um, you know, it's going to be kind of different, uh, you know, can't really be out and about and whatever, but, uh, we were all just excited to play. And so it, it was a grind though. It was a grind and yeah. So, so before, before you go, I got one more question on that. So what was like getting that call? Like not only you're getting the call that you've been waiting for all year, <laughs> well, but then you going in two weeks. Well, so it's funny cause I forgot to mention that happened about three times Oh, They're like you're going, we're going, and then boom, they're like, "Oh, we can't go yet." The, the, we to get teased like that, so three times that, so they pushed it back two weeks, three times, and all three times, you know, the whole team knows. So everyone's like, "Oh, excited," and then oh, we're pushing it back two weeks. So by the third time, everyone's like, "Are we really going?" <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, we're really going." Like you guys okay. got to get the town. So I, we had we had ten days to get everyone in town. And Wait what? And this ten is days. Guys across the world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we have ten days to get everyone in, get them in the apartments, practice, and play our first game. Oh Lord, have mercy! Which is in Elmira. <laughs> which was in Elmira. Which was oh, my uh, goodness. It was uh, it was uh, four games in five nights in two cities. Because yeah, you guys ah. went to Port, you went to Port Huron right yeah, after that, right? Yeah, yeah. So so everybody um, move. Now we got <laughs> yeah. all the. By we, the way, we, right into the fire. Yeah, we get we get three practices, <laughs> and then uh, you're going on a five day road trip to play four <laughs> games. And it's like a fifty. What is it, a fifteen hour bus ride or something like that? Seventeen to Almira. Oh, God bless y'all, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and then y'all take like three or four off of that road trip. They took three, and actually, I ended up testing positive for COVID. 
on way to go Thursday. <laughs> oh, so brutal. so we're doing we're taking we're taking tests every day. Ow. Right, taking Ouch. tests every day, uh, taking your temp and uh, whatever. So everything's going smooth. But you know the NHL started by now, and you see them. You know they're basically saying, look, there's no you can't dodge it. You're gonna get it's it. going to happen. You're going to get it, and so. So, uh, but the good thing is, like, once you get at that 90-day mark or whatever, it's it's kind of a big deal because right. you're kind of safe unless you have symptoms. Facts, yeah. So, um, so I got it. I We were loading the bus. I took the test in the morning that it was positive. So I go get a test at a doctor's office because that was, a you know, a rapid test or whatever. And then it was confirmed. Right. So the whole team got ahead to get tested again and i think cj stubbs got it with me okay uh-huh. but we knew that that it was probably gonna make its way around now because yeah. it's gonna get through yeah you guys are on it, a bus it, yeah. you're playing so all that stuff. so uh the first game almira another guy got it he got sent back home uh in its in his own car and then uh then that's when the old domino effect started going <sighs> I think the next night, three more guys got it. By the last game of Port Huron, I think there was ten guys on the bench. Oh my god! <laughs> so, Al? so they did good. The the boys did saying, really did you good. Have a team, yeah. And then, so I was back the whole the home opener against Port Huron. But I don't know if you guys remember, we had to sign fifteen guys on on uh, PTOs. Yeah, we, I did remember seeing a lot of so new we faces. Swept, yeah. We we swept Port Huron with. The only River Dragons that were in the lineup was me, CJ Stubbs, Mac Jansen. That's it? That's it. Everybody was PTO. Everybody <laughs> was guys that we called for, uh, I mean, because, I mean, we were honest with the guys. We were like, hey, we need guys for this weekend, but this could lead to something next year. Well, but fair. we have our team this year. Right. But if you want to come play, you know, pro hockey for a weekend, you know, get a look for next year and whatever. So I, so Jerome, me, and Coach Sherwood scrambled together a team in three days. We played because we played Port here on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right. So we, I got, we got on the phone Monday. We got guys in here Tuesday. We skated Wednesday as a team. Thursday we had morning skate and then we played Thursday night. I have so much more respect for and that. We, and, we swept, and we swept them. This is amazing. That, that is bonkers. <laughs> yeah. So That's, you. Duct tape a team together yeah. and, and swept and, them. Yeah. And swept. And, 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 swept. and I wow. was thinking, I was like, if we didn't win those two games, it what would have happened at the end of the year? You guys, you guys are on the road in tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow for yeah. the Ignite Cup. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. Duct taping a team it, together. It, yeah. I mean, that, that the is misfits. nuts. The misfits. That's what I call them. Oh. Shout out to the misfits. You guys know Shout who you are. Shout out to the misfits because you guys know who you are. <laughs> Send them a championship <laughs> shirt. That's what I'm saying. They should oh all get shirts God. and hats. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. And I want to nominate the, the front office for the River Dragons as general manager of the year because that's, <laughs> that's amazing. How did. How? And nobody knew it. No, no, seriously, no one knew it. Yeah, and, we all and, just went to a game. Like, are oh, they going to play well? And and the, and the but the guys we we call then are good hockey players, and and sure. you might see a couple of them next year. Fantastic. And um and uh, you know it wasn't like it was just some men's league guys. I mean, these guys train and have been training all year to get a call like that okay, and to gotcha. get an opportunity. But still, to not you know you're you're getting thrown into a, a whole new team to try and. Uh, learn one system and skate for one day before one the game. day as a team. So it was and impressive, like, and and come it, out and sweep. Yeah, and we swept wow. them. Uh, wow, that's an, 
I'm still blown away by I'm going to say that's mind blowing. Yeah. So you have these long road trips. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're on a bus for over 10 hours. Yeah. Who's the funniest person on the bus? I mean, you guys seem with, like a bunch of with I'm I would say, um, uh, I would say OB. Yeah. Yeah. OB. He's, ah, uh, he's funny. He's funny. Cause he's, he's, this guy's a work, like he's, he's a workaholic. Okay. I mean, uh, he cannot, he hardest working guy. I mean, and I think when they did the videos in between the periods, uh, who would you pick if you're sharing on an island? His name came up a Everybody, lot. Everybody, I think, voted for him. <laughs> this guy is, he's the best teammate. He's awesome, but he's really funny. I mean, he he couldn't stand sitting around the house all day, so he had to, uh, he asked Scott for a job at the ball field, worked at the ball field all winter. That's right, great. Went straight from practice to the ball field to work. He can't stand sitting around. So on the bus, <laughs> on the bus, he's just pacing. Oh, so he's, he's just going pay- insane. Yeah, yeah. He's just. <laughs> he, he, I mean, he it. sleeps at night when, because uh, we we have a sleeper bus, but so he'll sleep at eight, you know, six in the morning. He's up. He's pacing back and forth, making coffee, talking at, waking guys up. Like he's a, he's funny. He's he's. Oh, I would say OB. Yeah, just because of the stuff he does. That's amazing. Shout out to OB. Yeah, big, big time. Go ahead, Jack. So, you like I said, you've been around the game for the long time. What would you say? Who would you say has had the biggest impact on your playing career? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, honestly, uh, I I I probably have to go. Uh, I'd have to go with my dad, uh, just because he was kind of uh, you know the first call every time I uh, yeah. got cut or uh, signed a contract or. Uh, uh, scored a goal or whatever, um, you know, and, and, and he w- he's been around hockey. Uh, he worked in the NHL for uh, a while and, and uh, won a Calder Cup with the Rochester Americans in the American League. Um, so he knew the game, and, and so that's why I really went to him, um, you know, because obviously he'd watch most of the games. And, uh, yeah, I would say my dad. To share that victory with your yeah. family. What was that like? Um, it was really cool. It was, um, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was the best. I mean, that that's that's what we wanted to do here in Columbus from day one, and uh, to do it with my dad and obviously my my mom, my my sisters came, my brother flew in from North Dakota, um, and so everyone was there, and and uh, it was really special. My grandparents came, and oh, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, so and and they. Uh, you know they've they've been to their fair share of ice arenas uh, growing up, so they they don't come as much anymore. So for them to be there and uh, the whole family it was uh, it was you know priceless really. Um, you know it was out of all the memories of pro hockey, it's it's probably my number one. That's amazing. Uh, close to uh, I, I scored the first goal in the franchise. Um, in the like franchise that scored the first goal. That's amazing. So that that kind of you know that's another thing that uh, like winning the cup. It's something kind of you can't really write up. You know it's yeah. it's uh, so but but winning it was was uh, yeah it was the best it was the so, best memory for sure. Amazing. When, when Petro gave you that cup after you, when you guys are in the line and you he comes up and brings the cup to you and you have it's just you on the ice. With the fans hoisting the cup, what was that feeling like? Uh it it, it felt like uh, 
I mean, just pure happiness, really, you know, uh, especially because um, I'm so, I don't know, I feel like I'm definitely connected with the fans, too. So it was kind of like, you know, I was celebrating it with, you know, everyone, you know, yeah. my family, the fans, and, uh, you know, so it was it was really, it was just pure joy and, and happiness, and, and uh, yeah, I felt, uh, I definitely felt the energy from the fans and everyone, and it was it was the best. There was one special moment also when you guys were when a, a lot of the players had a turn to, to do the victory lap. You, you brought out one young fan who was in a walker, and I just thought it was so special how you guys gathered around. That oh fan. yeah, yeah. Who was that? And Hunter. Was, and and what story with Hunter? So Hunter's um, he's he's at every game. Uh, he's by the tunnel giving us uh, high fives when we come out. That's who he. Okay, yeah, I, I, I remember yeah, seeing him every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, obviously he's. Uh, became part of the family this year and and uh, as a uh, part of the team and um he uh you know i was uh in the tunnel um right before the, the uh buzzer went out and i told uh the security guard to bring him over and that once uh we all kind of got done celebrating as a team to make sure to bring him out on the ice and get him out there with us and uh yeah and and uh, i said uh kind of told duncan and uh, a couple of the other guys i said yeah well he he needs a he needs a hoist the cup and so uh yeah we all kind of just uh everyone grabbed uh a part of uh his walker and and had him you know holding the cup up and and doing the doing the lap i'm i'm sure that cuz he obviously he's gone through a lot but for him to be that happy that moment what was that like for y'all Oh, it's, it's, it was awesome. And, and it's, it's always good. I mean, you know, sports are, uh, sports always kind of find a way to make people connect. And, and, and that's, that was, uh, one of, uh, one of the, that was a great moment too. Yeah. And I also saw you guys shouting him out at the championship celebration too. Yep. He was a front row. The front row. <laughs> yeah, right front <laughs> of the stage. Like, that's right. Just having just the best time. Oh yeah. So you, um, man. So, with you being around so much, besides the Civic Center, what's the coolest arena you've ever played in? I would say uh, I played in Cornwall, Ontario. And that was uh, about... It, it, it was really similar to Civic Center. It was built okay. for an American Hockey League team, AHL team. It's I think it's there was 8,000 seats there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a full bowl. And you know, Columbus has got the suites up top, and the mm-hmm. one yeah. end it's a horseshoe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was a full bowl. Um, you know, the tunnels come right out into the bench, like the NHL. Okay, gotcha. Um, so it was really cool. To have that, that set up. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Where it's 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 very very much like the NHL in that building. <clears throat> so uh, I would say, yeah, Cornwall, but. The fans were uh, no places is, is like Columbus with the fans. <laughs> so, for for the fans too, um, you know, doing stuff like with Hunter and being in that in the community. When you when you're able to see these young fans who who are growing up in the heart of like SEC football country, but they're enjoying their time at hockey and more Jackson are going to come out in the world where they're huge fans of the sport. That must be really special for this group of of, of hockey players too, like yourself, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I. I tell most people that I meet out and about uh, when we get to chatting and, you know, we get to the hockey part because uh, generally that comes up when I'm out talking to people. Sure. And, I'm you know, they always tell – like a lot of people have told me I, I've never been to a game. And I, I just tell them, look, 
you go to a game, you will get hooked mm-hmm. if you go to a game live. And I said, I'm not, I'm telling you that because I've played in two southern cities and both places. Every person I've met and told that to that went to a game has come up to me and said, I'm coming all the time now, or <laughs> I already bought season tickets for next year. Absolutely. So um, it's awesome being down south and, and, and I guess growing the game because a lot of people don't know we even have a team, some people down here, you know. Gotcha. And, and it's like they find out and they go and they're like, this is awesome, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's if you can get – if we can get people to the game, I think they'll fall in love with the sport. Um, and not to mention, uh, you know, how – uh, how hands are hands on we are with the fans. I mean, we we I feel like we generally care. I mean, I don't feel like I know we generally care about our fan base. And you know, I'm, I think a lot of guys aren't you know too cool to go grab a beer with a fan or or to That's go amazing. or to I go mean, to someone's little league game or you I know saw that firsthand. I mean, yeah, yeah. When the team was on the, on the road in Elmira for the cup, uh, Seth Enzer. Was you know on the, right. on, on yeah. the show if he was out at Chattabruchi hanging out with the fans right yeah so it's like you know we we I I you know I know we you know we truly care about our fan base and I think it it you know it draws a it's it just it connects to everyone you know it's like I feel like there's you know sometimes just um, a lot of uh, you know negative or hate around the country and I feel like this is something that brings everyone together. Um, regardless of what you think or believe or anything like that, I you know I think that it's just a really good thing to have down here, and and I think it really does draw everyone together to one thing that's you know brings everyone together, and that's the River Dragons and winning and, and fighting. <laughs> winning, winning cures a lot of things, right? And everybody so. looks good in teal. So yep. that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Jack, go ahead, man. We, we have to wrap this up here in a little bit because, man, we could talk to you for forever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we could. Uh, so, favorite moment in your career so far? Uh, uh winning the cup for my dad's team definitely is, oh, would be number one. Yeah, for sure. Well, that much is it because you had that much investment in the team? Uh, yeah, just yeah. I mean, I guess just just winning. Uh, I mean, and it was my my dad's as an owner his first championship, and no kidding. Yeah, wow. so to win it together and and um uh yeah that that and I I would say uh scoring the first franchise goal for for the for uh, his team too I think is you know pretty wild. To share those moments with your dad, I know that, you know, you seem like you're obviously very close to your dad yep. who, who introduced you to the game, been around the game. Mm-hmm. But this is something that, like, not a lot of father and no, sons can share. No, together. yeah, that, and that's, you know, it's, and, yeah, it's just definitely the best memory. I mean, and not to mention, you know, my sister works in the front office, my girlfriend, um, you know, my brother has has done stuff on the website and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, my, my youngest sister kind of helped pick out the team name and the, and some colors. She was the one who picked out the team. Yeah. Name. Yeah. My youngest sister. <laughs> and, um, so it's really, everyone in our family had something to do with this hockey, uh, program. And, um, and so, yeah, I think the best memory would be winning it just because, you know, Man. I don't, you know, I, there's a lot of guys that have been in uh, minor league hockey for a long time and have never won anything. And so I'm grateful for it. And, and, uh, but that, yeah, that definitely, that's my, my best memory. Hands down. Quick question. 
Did any, did your sister or anybody in the family know about the previous team named the Columbus River Dragons? No, <laughs> the basketball team, right? Yeah, yeah. no, we did not know. Scott, Scott till, kept till we till we already named the team. <laughs> <laughs> Because people were like, wait, we're really doing this? And Scott got so much heat for that. Yeah. But well, I was I was like, you know what? I could dig this. You were with it. Yeah, Jack was totally with it. I was I was totally, I was totally with it. And then I, I honestly I didn't even find out till like ten games into the season. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, Someone's like, yeah, the basketball the, team. I was like, what? Wait, yeah, wait, hold for, on. So for, side note, for those who don't know, the um River Dragons were the name of the NBDL team, which is now the G, G League. League. Yep. So we had we had like the when the G League first started as the NBDL, Columbus was an expansion franchise and it was named the River Dragons. So and you know, and I was I was like, you know what, I could dig it. I could dig it. But now the River Dragons we know and love are champions. That's right. Exactly. So that's that. which the basketball cha- River Dragons only won a regular season title. They did not win an NBDL title. Okay, so there. Little history. The more you know, right? That's right. <laughs> That's what you get when this is your hometown. Uh, yeah, hey, see, exactly. We won both, though. There you go. See, regular season. season. Hey, exactly. <laughs> Jay, one of the most important questions we do ask, though, everybody here is, and with a caveat that we need your help on this one, who do you want to see here on the On Your Sidelines podcast? I have to go with my boy. Have you had Jerome on here yet? Not yet. Not so yet. I think Boom Boom. Jerome, next one. Boom Boom, be shy. All right. That, I think that's got to happen. Right? I mean, that's the money. It that, has that, to happen. It has to happen. I mean, we've, got, we've gotten and, Scott on and, here. And he has to do it with his teeth out. I love that idea. I love, I it love that He's idea. He's already photobom- I mean, photobombed the interview I had with Scott at the Victory <laughs> that's Celebration. That's also very true. With, you, hey, you might be in the, If you get him on here soon, you might be in good luck because I, I'm pretty sure he lost his teeth. Oh, boom, Whoa. boom, you're coming on now. You have to come in. You have to throw him under the bus like that. Well, he cut, he cut Jay, so, you know. Yeah, that's right. Payback. There you go. There you go. So, first time I ever interviewed Boom Boom, everyone was telling me, like, how great of a guy he was. I'm still fairly new to the area. And, you know, we get done with it. But I was like, so, Boom Boom, is that really you? He's like, yeah, check this out. I'm like, oh. <laughs> that's oh, what, okay, cool. That's uh, Everyone I talk to around town, they go, yeah, have you seen him take his teeth out? I'm like, come on. I basically, I basically live with the guy. <laughs> of course I've seen him with his teeth out. You've never seen the man fight. I have seen him fight live. No, that's live also in videos. I've seen videos. I, I have seen the man fight live and in living color. There's a reason why he's lost a couple oh, of teeth. Oh, yeah. Oh. He would go at it with the best of them. This is why I said when he was going to that fight at Carolina oh, yeah, this last line. year. Oh, this yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like... Fight Boom Boom if you want to, okay? Because mm-hmm. I'm choosing Boom Boom in that fight. I'm <laughs> sorry, Andre Nitz. You might be a great coach and a fantastic guy, but I'm choosing Boom Boom in that fight, and it's not close. For Christ's sake, the man's name is Boom Boom. Like, come on. <laughs> but, Jay, you've been an outstanding guest, man. Thank oh, you man. So This much. has been a blast. This no, thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. And, I, I mean, you know, I enjoy this stuff. So, thank you guys. Yeah, and he brought the cup in here. I don't know if we've shown that. Dylan, if you can show that. We he brought the Ignite Cup Championship in to show off. This is what you can do when you're hoist a it up one more time for us, could you, Jay? Just hoist, <laughs> yeah. it, hoist, hoist that yeah. bad boy up one more time. Yeah, up oh, there, there you, you go. go. And it's it's beerless this time around, unfortunately. Yeah. Hey, but you can give it a kiss. It's been clean. I can tell from when I held it myself. Oh God, maybe just yeah. You had just got done chugging that thing when I took a picture of it. So. Get so, when you're the champs, you do what you want with the cup. Exactly. <laughs> so, Rex, we're going to get you a picture with that thing. But Absolutely. 
I think it's time for us to do our sig out. So Dylan, for the first time, if you would ever be so kind to throw up our music and we'll sign this bad boy off. As always, Jay, thank you so much. Guys, thank you for joining us on the On Your Sidelines podcast. There are plenty of ways to find us. Of course, WRBL.com every two, every other Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eventually, this bad boy is going to be on Spotify, Audible, and your Apple podcast stores. But you can also follow us on social media. Jack, where can they find us? Yes, sir. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. You can follow Rex at Rex Castillo TV. WRBL Rex Castillo on Facebook. You can follow myself at Jay Patterson TV. Solid follow. WRBL Chat Patterson on Facebook. We're all solid follows. And don't forget to follow the News 3 Sports team as well. And I think that's going to wrap this bad boy up. Take them home, Rex. Guys, thank you so much again for joining us right here on the Audio Sidelines podcast. Jay Croup, the Croup family, and what the River Dragons are doing for this community. I will tell him again. He's probably heard us over now. I will go to as many River Dragons games as possible these guys are amazing and they're probably the all tired of me saying thank you but once again <laughs> thank you for bringing a championship back to my hometown and to the fountain city it has been wonderful to cover the river dragons for the last two years and i know the best is yet to come well guys we can't wait for see what the future holds but we'll see you once again next uh on the next two episode weeks. two weeks from now see two i'm getting learning that finally but five episodes in but every other week guys we'll see you next time right here on your sidelines